0: Today's trope talk could be a slightly sensitive topic for some, but I'm going to try to handle it with grace and with expertise, at least all the expertise that a comic book diehard can bring. Um, Have you noticed how a lot of our superheroes, our classic, traditional superheroes, seem to be being replaced by new characters, and not only by new characters, but often by um, women and or people of color, or sometimes both? Um, That's the trope I'm addressing today, or maybe it's more of a trend than a trope. But I'm calling it diverse heroes, just for lack of a better term, or for lack of, lack of a better a better phrasing. Um, just calling it the diverse hero trend. Um, it's definitely started in the comic books, um, in in Marvel Comics and DC and such like that. But it's starting to seep into the movies and shows, and and we're we're seeing more of this thing, kind of thing happen. Um, one example is um, Ms. Marvel, is a new show coming out next week at Disney Plus. Uh, actually, by the time I air this on the podcast, the audio version after the fact, it'll probably be out already um, I'm gonna circle back to that at the end. I am looking forward to the show, um, but that's not that's that's just the latest example. Not not the only one. Um, you think of Miles Morales, um, the the new you know Black Spider-Man who's been featured in Into the Spider-Verse. Sam Wilson as Captain America. Um, Kate Bishop, on um, Hawkeye as as Hawkeye's sidekick. That's the new the new Hawkeye. Jane Foster getting her own uh, Thor movie coming up, and um, She-Hulk is a new series coming up. That kind of thing. This um, even happening. In non-superhero um, media, sometimes um, we I watched the latest James Bond movie the other week, and um, you know, the, I mean, James Bond is still James Bond, but there was a new 007 because he had retired. Um, it was you know a black woman um, who, by the way, was also played by Lashana Lynch, who who also appeared as a new Captain Marvel in Doctor Strange, the, the, the Doctor Strange movie, um, and then there's the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, which is coming up in a few months, and um, we've seen some of the trailers and some of the some of the posters featured characters of color and um, some fans are complaining about that because they're like it's not true to Tolkien's source material. I don't know that that they've replaced the, 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 that's like a, a black version of any character we know like it's it's not like black Gandalf or or or, or black photo or anything. I think it's just they're like elves and, and dwarves don't canonically look like that and what do we do with that? Um, so again um it's a Big topic. I'm not going to address everything. In fact, I'm going to, um, what I do address, I'm going to try to do it less from a political standpoint. I'm not trying to be political or, or have any agenda here. Um, I'm more trying to address it from an author storytelling standpoint. But, you know, that's the, for better or for worse, that's the way our culture is going. And if, um, like it or not, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be neutral so far, but, um, I do think it's not a bad thing in general, but, um, if you but either way it's, it's it's where our culture is going so um if you're part of the fandom community you know part of part of the reading community part of the writing community especially and trying to work on your own writing you probably need to know about this trend and just um you know be aware that it's out there and 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 know how you can do it well versus not doing it well so that's what i'm talking about today um so i, w- I will say a few things and again i'm, I'm i didn't want to be overly political um but i will say Representation of minorities is a good thing, and um, i not, you know, I'm, I've, heard people, I've heard people complain about that, about, about, I mean, just, you know, their superheroes being replaced and things like that, and I don't want to really be in that boat, I don't want to jump on that bandwagon, I, you know, I, I think... Um, This is a good thing generally speaking when 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 you know um one you know superheroes look look like all different people so you know fans and often little kids of all colors and sizes and shapes and such um and and genders can be like hey this is a superhero who, who looks like me um spoilers i'm a white guy um i have lots of superheroes who look like me um, they're not going anywhere, you know. They're 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 not, you know. They've been around for a while, and, and they're and they're, you know, they're they're still out there. Um, I don't think it takes away from my superheroes at all um, to have other ones featured or, or whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, if I want one who looks like, who looks like me or who I can relate to, I got plenty of options. I'm glad that that uh, the, the other groups and other people can ha- also have, you know, ones who fit their dem- demographic who they connect to more. So, um, and, 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 and we, we can talk more about that. There are bigger reasons and, and people, people have written about just, you know, so, social and, and, and I guess more political reasons of why representation matters, but I do think in general it's a good thing. Um, I'll also point out that in the comics at least, um, maybe not in the shows and movies as much, but in the comics, these changes are cyclical; they're not permanent. What I mean by that: um, comics are cyclical themselves. Like they do all kinds of crazy things. If you're, if you're, if you're not a comics person, um, you, you just just maybe maybe I don't know, um, watch some YouTube videos or 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 read some Wikipedia summaries of just some of the comic comic book events that happen because um, they're always doing weird stuff, which kind of makes sense. Like as in, they want to they want to try new things and, and you know keep the reader interested but then they always come back to the original so like like superheroes die okay if, if, if your favorite character dies give it a year or two of story of of not, them not being around they're, probably, they're, they're 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 going to come back soon um because that's just the, the nature of the beast um if your character turns evil and is and and someone else has to step up step up step up to fill the fil mantle give it a year or two it's not going to be not, not going to be permanent they're always going to come back to the original eventually so yes like some of these um some of these characters have entered in while the original hero was out of the picture for whatever story reason they contrived i know that's happened with captain america and thor and Spider-Man and iron man and things like that um and, and again, for, for for whatever story reason the way it was contrived, the original hero, it was either dead or unconscious or or like temporarily turned evil, um, brainwashed or something like that, and and therefore they needed a, a new person to fill that role. That's where we've seen some of these new characters stepping up into, but. In comics, they always bring the original character back. To um, Steve Rogers came back, and he, you now he's fighting side by side with Sam Wilson, and they're and they're and they're both. just, just they're both called Captain America. Same thing with Spider Man. P- Peter Parker's still around. It's just now we have new Spider Man, Miles Morales, in the same universe. Um, you know, Thor, be- uh, original Thor became Thor again, and Jane Foster is still doing her own stuff. It's just um, the way we're seeing the trend go. Like 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 again, I don't I don't think these these, um, for lack of a better term, white male heroes are going anywhere. It's just that they're being accompanied by more characters. And, and, I mean, comic books and superheroes and movies, um, that universe doesn't seem to be shrinking at all. And I mean, if anything, they're expanding more and more because they're still popular and people still want more heroes and they want some of the minor characters or side characters or less-known characters to get into the spotlight, which is great. Um, So, like, it's... So, so, there's room, I guess, both in universe and out of universe, for two characters or two different versions of the same character to be existing side by side, and that's just the world we live in. So, um, in comic books, these things are happening. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen in the movies. Like, in the movies, I know, obviously, um, Chris Evans isn't coming back to be Steve Rogers again, and Tony Stark isn't coming back, and stuff like that. But in the comics, you know, it, it, it's, it's different, and the original character will always come back. So, I don't think. This is being done to, like, replace the character on a permanent basis. I don't don't think it's being done to undermine white men or anything like that. Um, That that mindset is out there. I do not want to be in that bandwagon. I don't think that's what's happening, really. It's just the nature of the beast. So, anyway, um, that's kind of what's happening. We're seeing a lot of that these days. And once again, I'm not not against most of these changes. Um, I will say... I know some people think feel like it's it's an agenda being pushed for its own sake and I wouldn't quite say it's an agenda I mean I mean yes there are always there are always cultural trends or cultural you know movements that influence art you know art is a reflection of culture we can deeper in that if we had, if we had more time. Um, but yes, be, be, because our society has placed more of an emphasis on diversity and things like that, which in general, again, I think is a good thing. Our art is reflecting that. And so we're seeing that show up in comic books and such. I don't think it's some, again, I, I, I really don't think it's some sinister agenda of any one political party or side to undermine white men. I don't think that's what's going on at all. Um, and I'd say that as a white man, I do not feel undermined or threatened or anything like that. Um, but I will say, um, to do it well, you gotta make sure that the the character, I mean, all characters, but but especially the the, the new ones or the, um, the the replacement, if you will, or or the, the diverse character who's coming in, make sure that they're not a token character or a political symbol or anything like that. Um, they have to be their own, real, believable human character, too. This has been been done well before. I think it's also been done poorly before, maybe when it's done poorly, um. Maybe that's what leads some people to think oh it's just an agenda or whatever they say um, but um, like like if the character feels too much like a like a symbol or a token character or if it's too preachy that has happened I can, I can get why some people will say there's an agenda at play or or they feel like it's just an agenda um, so there are times when I've, when I've felt like yeah I can, I, can, I can see the strings meaning like I can see behind the scenes and I can see, you know it's it's not hard to tell the attitude or the, the values they're trying to convey. I guess it can be preachy, didactic, that happens sometimes. Um, but I've also seen examples where it's, where it's done really well. So, um, let me give you my general principle for ver- versions of this that I like and don't like, and I I will say it's a general principle, meaning please don't take it as an absolute statement, because one, I mean, I, I don't know if I've thought this through super, super thoroughly, just because it's kind of the musings of a, of a comic book fan um, who writes on the side, um, two, I have at least one major exception to the statement I'm about to say, so um, so bear with me as I say this statement. But here's my general principle with exceptions generally, um, to me, it feels more natural when an existing character who's been around for a while takes up the mantle of a new, of, a, of an older superhero rather than when a new character comes out of nowhere. Um, that could be a problematic problem, 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 problem statement too, which is why I said take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't want to convey the message that um, that you know minorities need to just wait in the sidelines for many years before they get that get get their turn. That's not necessarily the right message either. So I'm, I'm still thinking through this statement, but just I'm, I, so far I'm, I'm I'm being descriptive, not prescriptive of what my experience as a reader has been. To me, it has felt more natural when a character who has been around for a while, who I already know gets the spotlight, rather than when a new character comes in out of nowhere. Good examples, again, Sam Wilson, Um, he's been Cap's sidekick since like the 70s or 60s or something in the comics. When he became Captain America in the comics, it was like, this is natural. Um, One, it's a natural progression. Two, he's been around so long, he's a character I already already know, it did not feel at all like he was being shoehorned in or anything, because he wasn't, he was already part of the story. Jane Foster, same thing, Um, she's been Thor's love interest in the comics since the sixties or seventies. So when she became Thor, I'm like, I'm glad to see her get her get her spot, her, her chance in the spotlight. Like, like, like this is cool. We've liked this character for a long time, and and we you know we, we've known who she is and rooted for her for a long time, and now she's getting the chance to be the star. That's cool. Um, Carol Danvers, even who's Captain Marvel. Um, I know, I know, in the movie that came out a few years ago, um, they just made her the. The official Captain Marvel, um, which makes sense. It, it was—it's a lot simpler for the movies. In the comics, there have actually been several Captain Marvels, so don't get into all that. It's, it's a lot to get into, but um, the main one, the, or the, the 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 first one in Marvel comics, was a man, or well, he's an alien, but he, he was a male. Um, he was called Captain Marvel for many years, and he actually died in a famous storyline in like the '70s or '80s. And Carol Danvers was his sidekick, or or like. It, she, she, she had been, like, someone else who got powers kind of from him somehow. She was called Ms. Marvel for a long time. Um, and then relatively recently in the comics, like maybe 2012, so only like 10 years ago-ish, they promoted her to Captain Marvel because they were like, no one's using the name. I mean, even even in story, like characters like Steve Rogers said to her, like, no one's using the name, and you've been on the, you've been doing this work for a long time, and you 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 deserve it. So she became the new Captain Marvel, and then they got someone else to be the new Ms. Marvel. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, so those are good examples um x23 if you watch the movie logan um the the little girl who he takes care of is in in the comics she's called x23 but in the comics she's more like a, a, a young woman not not she's not like 10 she's maybe 20 or 25 i don't know um so so she's um she became wolverine for a while in the comics um when Maine Wolverine died, but then spoiler warning, she came or he came back eventually because that's what happens in comics. But um, Laura had her turn in the spotlight too. Um, Amadeus Cho, you may not know that name unless you're a comics fan. I don't think he's been adapted into the into the movies or TV shows yet. Um, he was a sidekick of the Hulks for several years, and, and maybe I don't know, ten ish years of comics, and um, he became the new Hulk a few years ago, and then Bruce Banner came back, and now they're, they're both Hulk. That kind of thing happens in the comics, um, again, I like it when it happens, um, I have no qualms with seeing some of my favorite characters, um, or, you know, you know, characters I know already be, get the spotlight, the spotlight of their own, that's kind of how the comic book world works, and we're even seeing some of that star in, in movies and such, too, in, in TV shows, like, like these side characters, or people who were side characters, or villains, or anti-heroes, or love interests, and now getting their own spin-off series, or their own chance to star in the spotlight, that's great. A um, couple of examples that aren't my favorite, and I'm not um, I'm not criticizing, like, the character or anything, just maybe the way it was written. Um, there's a character called Riri Williams, um, who was basically the Iron Man version of this. Um, she's, there was a time when Tony Stark was, like, incapacitated for a while, and they just kind of introduced this this random girl who um, we didn't know anything about, but she was, like, a, a genius at MIT, you know, a young black girl, of, cor- um, of course, and, and um, she was, like um, building her own Iron Man suit, and basically, and she became a superhero called Iron Heart. I believe they're developing the Iron Heart series for Disney Plus. Um, and I have nothing against this character. If she's your favorite character, I'm sorry. Um, I just, like, when when she was brought on board, I was like, she's brand new. I don't know anything about her. I, I don't know her as a character yet, um, so it's a little hard for me to root for her or care about her because she's new. Um, and again, I, I've read comics with where she stars along with with her team, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not against her character at all. I just that felt like you know, she. It's not like she was a sidekick of Tony Stark's for many years or anything. They brought her in just at the time that, that he he was out of the picture and kind of had to replace um, Tony. And I was like, this feels a little bit shoehorned. So I can get why some people some people think that. Some people might say that. And um, before you criticize anything, um, I like the writer of those comics. Um, The writer is a comic writer named Brian Michael Bendis, who's done a lot of things for DC, for for Marvel, and recently for DC. Um, He also co-created Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and some other major characters. I've read a lot of his stuff for Marvel. He's a writer I follow. I like him, but um, no writer is perfect all the time. So that was just one where I felt like, eh, it's not like... I didn't hate it, you know, it's it's not it's not like a terrible comic or anything like that. I was just like, it feels like this character came out of nowhere. She doesn't feel like a real character to me yet on her own. Um, another one is Moon Girl, um, Lunella Lafayette. They did a series a few years ago called Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur, which was um, originally back in the 60s. There was one called Moon Boy and Double Dinosaur, and they kind of revamped it. And I've had to realize for myself, you know, as a 30, 30-something white man, um, I'm not the target demographic for every comic, which is fine because um, they're they're starting to make more again for for young girls and such. Um, Lunala is a nine year old girl, but she's supposed to be the, the smartest person on the planet or something like that. She's also a super genius, um, nine year old black girl, and um, like it, it feels like every issue and it's not every issue. People have said things like that. Every issue she's like telling someone she's the smartest person in the world, and it and she's a little. Cocky, maybe, and I was like, okay, it's 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 not my favorite comic. I I I read some of it, um, I mean, and and it doesn't have to be my favorite. It's 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 not not, they're not all meant for me. But I just I just realized it's it's not my personal favorite, and that's okay because I have lots of my favorites, and maybe it's someone else's favorite. But um, but I was like, she's a new character who came out of nowhere, um, and is is this nine year old black girl who's kind of showing everyone up. And 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 I'm like, okay, it does feel a little shoehorned, maybe a, a, maybe a little bit forced to me. Again, if that's your favorite comic, great. I'm not trying to trash it. I'm just saying those are examples that didn't appeal to me personally, and that that and to my maybe sensibilities as a as a as an one older person, to um, longtime reader and writer, it feel it felt a little forced, unnatural. Here's my exception to this rule. Um, and I told you to bring it back to this, Kamala Khan, it was was a new Ms. Marvel, um, was an an exception, by by which I mean, she also wasn't a character we knew for a long time, she was brought in brand new in 2014, so again, relatively recently in comics um she was brought in to be like the new Ms Marvel and she had she hadn't been a sidekick or anything like that or or she hadn't been in the picture before that she was just a new character in 2014 um so some people could say shoehorned I don't know but I really like Kamala like, like I've, I've read her comics and um, I don't know they're very wholesome she's they're very genuine and well well written I feel like and it's just um... It's, it's just like, I mean, I, I, I could go on and on um, about comics I like. If you want a sample of it, then watch the show when it comes out on Disney Plus next week. But it's just like, she's kind of the teenage underdog. Um, and I feel like um, she is, for young teenage girls today, maybe teenage girl nerds today, what Peter Parker was for white male nerds back in the 60s. Like, she's, she's the... The teenage underdog who becomes a superhero, but is still you know totally nerd, totally maybe under equipped for this because he's never dealt with this before, and she still you know lives with her family and has all these has high school drama and things like that. And um, the comics are very wholesome. It's it, it, it's it's not, it's 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 not like dark and gritty like some comics. It's like she ha- she's bright and optimistic and all these things. So um so anyway anyway, Comic Con Marvel is a character who some might say was forced in there just for more diversity i don't know but um maybe that's true maybe not but um regardless i really like her and i think the difference is because she's for whatever reason she's been a real compelling character she, She's she's been a believable likeable whole fleshed out character so um those two examples i mentioned where i, I didn't feel that way sorry if that's your favorite um i just I, they didn't personally strike me as much um if if you, if you like them great, I'm not trying to trash that, but um, I like Comic Com- Com- Comic Con. I think he's a great example of doing of doing this well. So my conclusion and my writing tip for you: if you do anything like this in your stories, or if you're just if you, if you're a writer trying to incorporate these things into into your fictional worlds too. Um, it's great to have diverse characters. We need that. We, we need characters of different backgrounds and genders and skin colors and everything because um, that's the way the world is. Even in a fantasy world, you want to represent that and and all, all that stuff. We need this re- kind of re- representation. But when you do it, make sure you do it well. They can't be a token character. They can't be just a symbol. It can't be just oh, the black guy who's there on the team because we needed a black guy. Um, make sure they feel real and compelling from the start. These characters have to have their own hopes and dreams and their own personalities and everything that any other character would have, because that's who they are. Your character needs to be fleshed out and compelling to the reader in order for this to work well. So, yes, diversity, yes, representation, but also, yes, character development and fleshed outness. And if you have those two in a combo, you'll be telling a good story, okay? yeah, Christopher in the comments that says, yes, I like diverse characters, fleshed out characters are the best, so I agree, yeah, do both, just do it well, and, and um, it, it shouldn't be an either or, but a both and, and, um, yeah, so. That's my take on, the, on this trend of diverse new heroes. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoy Ms. Marvel when it comes out. And I guess um, the new Thor and She-Hulk and things like that too. I'm looking forward to all three of those. Some Marvel fans have said they're not. But I still like those characters. I'm still looking forward to them. And anyway, have a wonderful weekend. And keep writing and doing all you're doing. Thanks for watching.